This is the Mind Your Business podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. My name is Matt Williams and I run an accountancy business called Cypher. And I'm joined, as always, by the amazing Alan Clark from Exponential Coaching. Happy New Year, Mr. Clark. How are you? I am very well. I'm very well. I, I've had a lovely break. I am energised again, up to three bars, and looking forward to a fantastic 2022. But how are you, Matt? And the viewers don't know you're in fantastic new premises. So how are I am, you? I am. I'm in the new office. They're literally building things around me as we're here, but we're almost done. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's, you know, we're, we're going to get onto this in the podcast, but brand new year this is the time of year where everyone's talking about goals and what they want to achieve and i'm sat here thinking like we're we're in what like the last thing we want to do achieve from last year we're sat in it it's a physical thing and we can really it's like a tangible thing we can touch and see that this is what we've achieved last year so yeah now i've got to get my my kind of game face on and start thinking about 2022's goals which is bonkers and i mean what's most bonkers about all this is it's exactly a year ago that we launched this podcast isn't it one and we've done a year we had an email from um buzzsprout who hosts our podcast telling us all the numbers involved the thousands of downloads and uh-huh. 38 episodes i mean it's bonkers i keep saying over, that word but over that, a thousand hours a thousand there you go over a thousand hours of me and you so, there we go. It's bonkers. There we go. That's the last time I say that word. So, let's get into it, Alan, because we're gonna. We've got a big subject to cover today, and we're gonna be time pressured, I think, uh, which is relevant actually to what we're talking about. So, as ever, for the first time in 2022, what are we talking about today, Alan? Fantastic. Time pressured. Brilliant segue in. So today we're going to look at two of the best time management techniques right and we've picked two we could have done three we could have done four we've picked two and i'm going to do a quick introduction to them and then we're going to get into how we can use them and what we think of them uh, in terms of really leading our businesses and getting things done at a different level than we did in 2021. So I've got, I'm really excited about this because I know these work and I can't wait to get into this conversation. And I'm, I'm really excited for different reasons because I've, I've heard of these two techniques, but I've never, I don't think, implemented them. But I think this is really relevant because everyone I speak to in this last, last three or four months, every single business owner I've spoken to, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. I just can't get anything done. I've got too much to do. All my staff are massively busy. That feels like the world we're in, right? Never, no one's got quite enough staff to deliver what they've got to do to deliver. So if we can find ways of freeing up time or being more effective with our time, it all leads to getting stuff done, which is what yep. we're all about, right? Yep. So, okay, Alan, hit me with the first one. There's a theme to both of these, isn't there? But I'll let you go on to that yeah absolutely i i think they they both are italian in origin so we could we could call this the italian job podcast but they're both italian in origin and this one i'm going to talk about first of all i i would say is definitely in time effectiveness it's about really using our time optimally okay okay so 
It is called the Pareto Principle, right? Pareto, P-A-R-E-T-A-L? Pareto Principle. Pareto, Pareto Principle. So, Pareto Principle. Imagine that this was the late 1800s. Okay, so we're going back in time here. We're going back in time, and it's the late 1800s. A gentleman called Vilfredo Pareto was walking in his lovely Italian kitchen garden, and he noticed that his pea plants, that 80% of the pea pods on these pea plants were coming from just 20% of the pea plants. So 80% of all the pea pods that were in this beautiful garden were coming from just 20% of the pea plants. So he thought that was interesting. It just so happened that Mr. Perito was also a well-known Italian economist. And he thought about the Italian economy at the time, and in particular, who owned the land and who owned the wealth. And guess what? He found that 20% of the population owned 80% of the land and 20% of the population owned 80% of the wealth. So this became, in 1906, this became a thing called the Pareto Principle. And and that rule has been used in business ever since. So we so could the eighty twenty rule. That's how eighty twenty. We call it yeah. eighty twenty. And and actually, there's quite there's a bit of confusion in actually what that is. So just for absolute simplicity and and clarity, it is that eighty percent of your results come from twenty percent of your actions. Okay. Now I'm being neutral there because it could be. of your desired results come from 20% of your actions, or it could be 80% of undesirable results come from 20% reactions. So to to go positive, 80% of your profits come from 20% of your customers. So from a a business business perspective, um, that's a huge insight to have. But it also could be 80% of your problems come from 20% of your staff. Yeah. But or what 20% is, of your customers. That's right. That's right. And we've, caught, we've done vampire clients before. I have got a dog barking quite close to me. So apologies. Hopefully this will calm down at the moment. But I suggest we just keep on going at the moment. Um, is this 80% of the barking coming from 20% of the dogs? That, I, think that, I think that's playing out here. I definitely <laughs> think that's playing out. But in terms of us in a new year, at the start of 2022, really wanting to use our time optimally, having that rule in play, and it stacks up across all industries, right? And it has done since 1906. I think we've all heard of this, but this is an opportunity just to grab it and think differently and go, if that really is true, that 80% of my profits are coming from 20% of my customers or 80% of my problems are coming from 20% of my staff, what do I really want to do about that? And how am I going to use my time differently to, to maximize these insights? So that is the Pareto principle. Amazing. And so is the first step then in this to understand which... 20% of your customers are delivering those 80% of results, right? We need to have a way in our businesses to quantify the results per customer and therefore understand where, which ones are generating the grief and which ones are generating the profit 
Yeah. And from there, that's got to be step one. And then from there, then you can build action points and understand what what where you need to go and how you need to nurture that that twenty percent going it, forward. Right? It's, exa- it's exactly that. It's like taking this as some sort of magic formula and going right. Okay, so I'm a retail business. So 80% of my sale are coming from 20% of my products and, 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 and it's really taking this insight and looking hard at your business across all aspects of your business and deciding this is the year that you really are going to do something with that insight. Because it's one thing hearing it in this podcast um, with me trying to talk and focus over a barking dog, making this point land and going, that sounds interesting. But what I'm saying here is, is more than interesting. This is practically magical, you know, and it's there for all businesses. And for me, it definitely is under the banner of time management because it gets us to use our time optimally, but it's also using our time extremely effectively. And there's growth opportunities all over that, all over well, that. I've got an, an actual tangible example of this uh, done by now one of the, probably the fastest growing business in the world, I think. So... Um, I'm not sure you wouldn't probably wouldn't know this stat, but do you know if um, Tesla, the Tesla Model Three, is the was the second like they sold the second most number of cars in December in the UK, right? Which for an electric vehicle in itself is a mind-boggling. But the fact that it's a most, if you look at the top ten, the other cars in the top ten, not one of them cost more than thirty thousand pounds. And these Tesla Model 3s are 50,000 and above. So they're already a massive, they're in a different segment, different price point, but they're selling a phenomenal amount of these cars worldwide. To the point where Tesla sell, what, four, five cars. They sell a Roadster, which is like a million pound, you know, supercar. They sell the Model S, the Model X, the Model 3, and the Model Y. Five cars, right? They actually are only building today, all of their factories around the world are only building Model 3s because that's the one that's selling. So they have taken this, 20% of their product range is generating by far 80% and above of their revenue and profits. And they've and the, to the point where you can order a Model S today, but they're going to tell you they're not going to deliver it until at least the middle of next year because they're selling so many of these Model 3s, they don't need to sell the other ones. And it's you, that is it in a nutshell. Now, not every business has that nice, easy five products make the maths work but that is it in, in an absolute nutshell right that's this 80 20 rule in full effect and elon musk is not a mug so if he's doing that it proves that there's a science behind it right it's, it's i think that's a phenomenal example an absolutely phenomenal example and again that's an electric car vehicle but i could go into a range of cosmetics in a high street retailer and i guarantee you that 100 percent sorry 80 percent of the sales will be coming from just 20 percent of that inventory or nearer thereabouts you know so this is something that we can really really grasp and, and use in our business this year more than ever. So, knowing so what's that, the, yeah, sorry, what's the, I'm getting excited, what's the action point then? So once you've identified the 20% of your product, services, customers that generate that 80%, is the trick to, to kind of clear down the other 80% of services, so stop delivering them or do, like Tesla are doing, or is it to try and get more of your 80% to, to be like the 20%, so to bring more in into that kind of highly profitable pool, which is the, 
what's the normal way to go I, I, once you've identified yeah. it? I think first of all you do is um, is, is, is first of all pick a metric that you you are passionate about so let's call it sales you know let's call it sales just for this conversation and and apply the Pareto principle and find out where 80 percent of your sales are coming from so the tesla example is a brilliant one and then for me the next question is why what what is it about this model versus the other four models or the other five models or the, these range of cosmetics versus all the rest. What, what is going on? Is it price point? Is it spec? Is it is it quality? Is it and learn like heck out of it? Just really dive in and get some insights. And then you're absolutely right. You could then introduce more of that type so that your overall sales is, is starting to increase. Um, you could discontinue a chunk of your inventory because they're just not what the customer wants. Um, freeing up cash flow to invest in other aspects of your business. But I mean, it, it, that, that was it. That, so pick a metric because it's across anything. It's across cut, customer satisfaction, salary costs. Um, it's across sales, whatever, you know, and then, then understand the, co- the causal link between what you're finding and then use that. So knowledge is power. Right, I, think so. I think 100%. so. Okay, and what was the name of Mr. Perito? What was his first name? So his name was Vilfredo. Vilfredo, that's... Vilfredo, so that my Italian, Italian isn't brilliant. Yeah. And that was 1906, and that rule is now being applied by 2022 tech company, right? So we know it works, 100%. Okay, right, let's, let's move swiftly on. And so what's that other Italian time management philosophy we're talking about so the other one's a newer one it's around about 1980s and it's called the pomodoro technique now pomodoro p-o-m-o-d-o-r-o i think so d-o-double-r-o okay okay and again it's an italian that that came up with this now i've i've actually been doing this over the last month and i hadn't realized i was doing it but in essence, what, what, what this technique is, is taking 25 minutes in terms of a timer and, and setting that timer for 25 minutes and getting as much done in that 25 minutes. Actually, that's not true. It's taking a single task. So say you've got five on a to-do list, then it's, it's, it's starting with one and, and going after it for 25 minutes. So the theory is you, you are really focused on your 25 minutes. You're going to shift a lot of this task. You then take a break, not long, say five minutes, 10 minutes, and then you press the 25 minutes and away you go again. And it's been proven time and time again. It's very productive. You get things right off your to-do list. Now, I, I bought a new smartwatch about three weeks ago, right? Excellent. Because I am going to get super fit this year that's what i'm going to get super fit but i got this smartwatch and and the timer was quite good in terms of i had loads of little circles for options one minute three minutes and i started to go right press press 10 minutes and i was staggered by the amount of stuff i was actually getting done in 10 minutes not not all of it business some of it actually getting the dishes done or or walking the dog or something like that you know i in my mind i'm going i don't have time for this i don't have time for that but actually when i press the timer 
what was happening was I was getting this done, this gun, this done. And then it was turning into sort of gamification. It became quite a competition. Yeah. So I was starting to get seriously motivated and going, right, I've got this. I am going to get these three things done before my wrist vibrates with the, the 15 minute timer or the 20 timer. And then I realized that that is actually the Pomodoro technique. And uh, you, the, set, the classic, as I said, the classic time is 25 minutes. And you, and you have that and you start to annihilate your to-do list on 25 minute blocks. And I think it's to do with that's the sort of optimal concentration for a human. And then it's about yeah. five minutes so I, back on it. I didn't know what this technique was when you mentioned it at the start of the podcast. However, we've got a client who's created an app that, it, that is this in you know, sort of distilled down. Um, so it's an app called Serene mm-hmm. and um, basically it connects to all of the rest of your tech and when you go into a Serene mode for 25 minutes so it's obviously the Pomodoro mm-hmm. it cuts everything else out it, it locks your internet down so you can't go onto Facebook and you know browse the internet it turns your phone on to do not disturb it you know it can work with smart technology and turn the lights down or put a red light on your desk so people don't come and pester you can go nuts with it the point is though that if you do six serene modes in a day go into serene for six times a day it's they're all the science they've got all the testing and stuff sorted if you do six of these sessions a day you will get more done than if you just bumble your way through the day the only issue i have with this technique is that there are some tasks that take longer than 25 minutes or 40 minutes to deliver so what what do you do then just keep going so you've got you're maybe completed 30% of the task in 25 minutes. You have your five-minute break, then you're back, and you do another 20 and another oh, 25. Okay. I think after four cycles of 25, so 25, five-minute, 25, after four, you have a longer break. Yeah, and in and this one, you back. do some exercise. It gets the, you doing the, start on you, the app. It gets you doing star jumps and stuff because you need a little bit of you right. move around. And, okay. I, I, absolutely, but, but the, the, the great news is that it works. You know, it really, really does work. And, and I know because I've done it personally, I've personally done it, and, and I, I am absolutely staggered about what you can do in 25 minutes. I mean, 25 minutes now feels like three hours to me. Whereas 25 minutes, I'm going, not really got time for that. Good grief, the amount I'm getting done. And some wee annoying tasks as well, like getting, getting back to somebody. I'm going, oh, I need to think about it. I need to just that's going to be 30 minutes before I really work out what I want to say. No, not at all. I'm getting like three responses back in 25 minutes. And yeah, it's, it's really great. But if we go back to this is the year getting things done, you know, and getting the right things done and, and even in the right sequence of events, you know, the Pareto principle and the Pomodoro technique are, are huge weapons in your armory to, to, to really make a dent. Well, it's, it's, it's amazing to me that it's based on this 25 minutes because we did a whole podcast on this concept of waiting brain, mm-hmm. where if you give yourself five minutes before a meeting, you won't start something new because you know you're not going to be able to finish it. So you just go into this kind of holding pattern and pause. There's not that bigger chunk of time between five and ten minutes and 25 minutes, is there? And so it's all a mindset thing. It's, not, it's nothing more than, can I, what, what do I want to achieve? And that first step, taking a step, making a, you know, achieving that small goal, make the next step, achieve the next goals. It's like walking across the desert. You don't, if you look at it from here to there, it's a long old way. But if you just do one step at a time, it doesn't matter because you're not 
focused on the end goal. You're focused on the sort of waypoints along the way, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. And and so, also you're winning. That's the other thing. You you you're, you're winning. You're you're getting a lot done. That's, um, there's a massive mindset thing. You mentioned gamification. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That achievement of whatever the hell it is, getting three emails done in 25 minutes and mm-hmm. getting them off your desk st- sets you up, doesn't it? If you start mm-hmm. your day with those simple, easy tasks, it makes the whole world easier to deal uh-huh. with. And it gives you tangible forward progress along whatever it is that you're doing. There you go. But there's uh, two techniques that we can use right now. And um, I, I just think if, if people can grasp that and really try it, over the ne- over January, o- over the next four weeks, you're going to get off to a really strong start this this new year. You know, new year, new possibilities. Okay, we know that, but this is something maybe, even if you've heard it before, to actually dive in and try, and, and get stronger. Because every time you do it, you're going to get better and better. I'm very excited about really going after the Pareto principle. And, and applying that for my clients' businesses and myself and see what we can discover and how we can use these insights. And then this thing um, that called the Pomodoro Technique and just basically blitzing the to-do list, but but in sound science that keeps the energy levels up because it's got the break. Um, really exciting. I think that's the... Let's, let's just quickly recap then. And I've got a challenge for our listeners, I think, which is the Pareto principle then, 80% of results come from 20% of actions. On its head, 80% of profits are going to come from 20% of customers or products. 80% of grief is going to come from 20% of the team, customers, wherever. The challenge is then to spend 25 minutes mixing our mixing our systems 25 minutes understanding one of those if it is it 80 percent of your results where are they coming from or 80 percent of your problems where are they coming from so that we understand what the traits are of the 20 percent so if it's customers is it businesses that have got more than 10 staff or if it's if it's problem customers is it ones that are paying too little a fee or expecting services that aren't core or whatever it is don't just identify it then you've got to dig in the traits of the the 20 percent, and then it's a case of can we cut the ones out the problem ones or can we bring more you know if we know that 20 percent of our customers are brilliant because of this they're highly profitable because of this that and that how many of the other 80 percent of our customers are one step away from being in that 20 percent in those traits and that's the ones to work on because it might just be that they we know that we make loads of profit on customers that buy product A, product B and product C. But we've got 40% of our customers only buy A and C. And we need to understand why they don't buy B and what can we do to push that to them. But that's what's going to generate those results. So you've got to go, you've got to identify, obviously, but at that point then you've got to do something with that data. You've got to understand the traits. You've got to understand the tweaks that you can use. And then you can push on. And if... If you can get 80% from 20%, I think that's an exponential curve, right? If you can get turn that 20% of profitable customers to 30%, you will see more than an extra 10% on the top line. It will shoot up. So that's, that's the challenge, right? Spend some time, understand the traits of the 20% in your business. And then the whole Pomodoro technique, I think is, I, I'm in the middle of my busiest month of the year, right? 
my team are massively pressured and busy at the moment. If we can find a way of implementing that 25-minute, 30-minute burst, 5-minute break thing, I think we could potentially deliver a lot more with a lot less stress. But what I'm interested in is how easy it is to implement that en masse from a standing start, because we don't do that at the moment. It's, you know, we are flitting from one job to another, to another, to another. And some take a lot less than 25 minutes, some take a lot more. So it's, it's not, there's not an easy set of A to B to C to D tasks no. that we can bring in. That's the bit, that's the chat. I might come and have a conversation with you as my coach on this, Alan. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can help me implement it because that's where we need to be. But it's not, I think a lot of people will be thinking, yeah, I understand the science, I understand why we want to do it, but actually implementing it, don't know where to start. I think that's a, it's a great point. Uh, and it is only one technique and it might be that it plays to different situations that, than others but what, what I would always say is try it you know, get, get, make sure everyone understands that that's there, it is a thing and it does get some really cracking results and they might want to try it and certainly you, you could try that in your own schedule your own to-do list your own thing you could try it personally and advocate it if you find it works well does it work if i say i dedicated an hour to do it twice every morning and just used it as for one hour a day would that yeah. be enough to get me results oh, oh definitely that's a, in in the smartwatch uh, i was getting staggering results see i didn't know about the 25 minutes i was just going 15 minutes or 10 minutes and and you know and i was getting fantastic results with that you know, so uh, I I was timing somebody today to do a presentation, right? A ten minute presentation, and I'd forgotten the first bit, and I thought, right, okay, it's roughly eight minutes left of this presentation. So I pressed eight minutes, and you know, I'm thinking this this timer's not working. You know, it's uh, this is about twenty five minutes, and was it someone and then, delivering a talk on tax or something? Uh, not, no, dragged not on all, forever. Not at all, not at all. But it, it, I looked at it, and it had, and I really, honestly, in my mind, this was now at sixteen minutes or seventeen minutes, and I looked at it, and it was thirty five seconds left on eight minutes, and that was staggering. You know, so it, it is, it is huge. And you're right. If you've got an hour, so say I've got two client calls what one ending 10 the other one starting at 11 then i can go 25 minutes boom five minute break 25 minutes five minute client call could do and i've got two um productive spells of the pomodoro technique whereas if i'd not known about this i am going i've got an hour i probably faff about but an element of that waiting brain does kick off because I'm I'm reflecting on the previous conversation I'm getting ready for the next conversation which might be the right thing to do Uh, I'm starting to think what I'm going to do first oh no that's too long Uh, this uh, I'll do that and and I've lost 25 minutes in nonsense whereas I'm going 25 minutes right bang here I go it's interesting that the relationship of of people working in time is a it's a it's a problem for the majority of business owners i think it's 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 such a big subject we need to keep revisiting it but yeah i think if i think that's how i'm going to try and implement it i'm going to try and break an hour up each day and just do two focused things and i you know i do this subconsciously if i ever work and it's rare 
and you're going to moan at me in a minute, but if I ever work on like a Saturday morning, I uh, yeah, exactly. I only ever do that. I, I will come into the office and know I've got this, you know, these two things to do and that's going to take me half an hour and that's going to take me 45 minutes. And because it's Saturday and it's my time and I should know I shouldn't be there, that's what I do. I don't open my emails. I don't look at my phone. I don't do anything that could distract or demotivate and I hit those two things get them done and go and then I come to work on a Monday and I'm here there and everywhere doing a million different things and and you think why the hell don't I just do that but it's not how life is but so it could it could be how life it is. could be it could be it certainly could be for certain tasks that I do and certainly tasks that the team do but it's I think you're going to be you have to accept with it it's never going to be 100% and you're never going to have days where you can do that every day but if you can bring it in, even bring it in 50% of your day, you can achieve a hell of a lot more, is, is the bottom line of what we I, I think that's I think that's a great point. And, and I am far, far too experienced now to think there's a silver bullet, right? Um, that there isn't. However, what we've got here are two really effective techniques that make a huge positive difference that you can get better every day the more you use them. So I, I really would say try it out in January, get serious about them and look at the results that each of them create because yep. they have got the potential to change your business. To actually, I'm going to use the T word, transform your business. They have got the potential, both of them, to do so. And how you feel about being an entrepreneur um, really can turn you from being stuck in absolute overwhelm and despair to feeling like you're winning and conquering and everything else so you know go for it guys see what happens and and i hope it makes a huge positive difference absolutely and on that note i think that's that's podcast done alan i think there's nothing else to say on that subject so that's a lie there's a million things to talk about time management but we'll come back and do that another day so before we go is there anything anything you wanted to add alan before i kind of wrap up no absolutely not two techniques go for it try it out see the difference and apologies for the barking dog in the first 10 minutes of this podcast <laughs> i will ensure nora doesn't doesn't uh, get on the podcast going forward this year brilliant we can test your editing skills you may have edited the dog out and then everyone's listening <laughs> thinking what on earth is he talking about perfect okay well look all i'm gonna say is um if you like what you're hearing as ever subscribe um Show us some love on social because that helps the engagement. The engagement on our posts just isn't, there's a direct line between engagement on our posts and downloads on the podcast. And that's what it's all about. We are on a mission to get back into the top business chart in the UK. We got there last year and then we, then we went on holiday and, <laughs> and disappeared out, never to be seen again. And that's our mission to get back there. So every bit of love you show us helps us for that. Otherwise, that's all from me. And it's all from my friend Alan. Goodbye. Goodbye. This is the Mind Your Business podcast.